0: Business Podcast. Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Laura. Ooh, we are sisters and business partners. As we also run a recruitment business with a twist together. Wonderful. So, Lars, what can you expect from our show? So much stuff, Em. Advice, tips and wisdom on business and recruitment with some life hacks thrown in for good measure and a lot of laughs. Oh, yeah. We hope you enjoy it. Good day to you, lovely listeners. It's Laura Leyland, MD of Fresh Resourcing, back Once again, like the renegade master on the podcast, today I'm with our guest co-host, Tony Greenwald.
1: Greetings.
0: Who are you? Where do you come from? What do you do?
1: My name's Tony. I'm 38 from Chorley. I'm the head (laughs) of broadcasting and entertainment at Fresh Perspective, but during the day, I'm head of sales for Beartown Brewery in Congleton in Cheshire. It's It's a new thing for me. It's a new role. Um... The last one didn't work out. But that's okay. We had a few dates. We didn't want a relationship as long as we would like. And now I am I'm in a new role, a new position, a new haven of love and joy and happiness.
0: Oh, yeah, that sounds wonderful. I mean, just sometimes it's just not meant to be.
1: No. Sometimes
0: no. I do think, like, with friends and things like that, like they come into your life. Some are there to stay for a long time. Some, I think, come to you for, a, for something that you need at that moment. And then they might go away again.
1: Yeah. So I'm here. I'm. I'm... I'm enthused, the weather is sunny, I like life when the sun's out better sun than anything. The has
0: got his hat on, also, hip 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 hooray, the, the sun, sun has got his hat on and he's coming out to play. play.
1: We're in the broadcast studio, um, the podcast studio, can I just draw your attention, there's a VHS video over there, when's the last time you saw a VHS video?
0: I actually don't know. No. I want to know what's on it. <laughs> Tony's looking. I'll have to go and investigate. Yeah,
1: anyway, uh, welcome uh, to another episode of a Fresh Perspective on Business podcast. Um, I've done many, many episodes of this podcast, but never more have I felt more unprepared.
0: We've been uh, busy little bees. Oh my goodness. um, Flustered. Flustered. Yeah, frazzled, flustered, very busy. We're just so popular these days, guys. (laughs) So... We hope you enjoy this podcast. It might not be as polished as it normally is, but hopefully you appreciate that we're still here. We showed up for you. Even though we aren't ready,
1: we aren't. We are not ready. Um, This is what made
0: you laugh.
1: Just when you, you know, we're we're very popular. (laughs) I mean, that is.
0: I I am being serious. Boost to the ego. Yeah, me too.
1: I've got to go to Manchester at one o'clock. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as you know, this is the favorite part of the podcast, and I'm back with Laura now, and and, um, please indulge me, as I say. This is episode 141 of A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast, but Laura, tell me and everyone else listening now what that is in Spanish,
0: please. Episodio numero 141.
1: Wow! That was definitely more Spanish than Vicky Taylor.
0: Back some proper Spanish. Yeah.
1: Vicky was just pretending to be um, a Spanish interpreter, but you are Do you know one. what? She
0: does her best and she does a good job. But she does her best. Very but very cholly.
1: She is the most cholly <laughs> person ent- ever.
0: Episodio numero, numero o, fiente,
1: fiente, quiente, quiente,
0: uno. y uno. <laughs>
1: Was that all right, Tony? <laughs> no, it wasn't.
0: She's so lovely, but she is very chorly. She is the
1: most, she is the most person that I think I've ever heard, and and she, unapologetically so because it's part of her. As
0: she should be.
1: Yeah, she should.
0: Yeah. So, what have we been up to? <gasps> Tell <Tom, anything? laughs> me.
1: Laura said before we started, we started recording. She said, "These have got to be half an hour each. We've got stuff to do." But I'm looking, I'm thinking. We'll do our best. We
0: will try. Mm-hmm.
1: Tony and Laura had a day out last oh, Sunday did. in Manchester. And it Such was a
0: magical the, day. The
1: majority of it was fun. Um, and we called it Tram Around <laughs> because we got the tram around Manchester to watch the Lions running community or some of the team run the Manchester Marathon.
0: I've never been on so many trams in all my life combined, except for that day was like the most trams I've ever been on. Yeah.
1: It was an ex- interesting experience, but we we were chief cheerleaders for the gang. There was five runners. There was Jess, Andy, Stu, Sammy, and Ginny, uh, which, by the way, is short for Virginia.
0: Virginia, right? Okay, we weren't sure where we 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 were musing on this in the car journey, and
1: they did so. They did so well, and it was so inspiring too. Because me and Laura do a bit of running, and I've done you know a ton of partial,
0: partial to a bit of running. We are
1: partial to (laughs) a bit of running, and honestly, it was so good. It was so. Can you continue to move that microphone? Because honestly, it's not coming through on the broadcast whatsoever. Can you hear it? Yes.
0: Oh, sorry.
1: It's okay. Sorry about that, folks. Um, We also went. Laura sent me in the week. Laura sent me. A screenshot of the Manchester website about the marathon website about what to do if you want to come and cheerlead, and the biggest piece of advice was bring a sign so people can see you. But we thought make a sign to
0: bring. Yeah, nah,
1: everyone's gonna have a sign. So what did we take?
0: Obviously, we took some blow up animals,
1: inflatable T Rex and a frog.
0: (laughs) Bear in mind the T Rex was a meter tall. And the frog was smaller than I expected, but I think he was more like 50 to 60 centimetres. Tubby guy, wasn't he? Yes, very... Rotund. Very rotund frog.
1: But the T-Rex got a lot of laughs on the tram. (laughs) Didn't it?
0: Hey, it cheered up some kids that were crying. Yeah, it did. Thank goodness for T-Rexes.
1: Thank goodness for... Inflatable dinosaurs.
0: Oh, They were very brightly coloured. When we saw our runners coming, we were jumping up and down for joy, (laughs) screaming and shouting, waving our animals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And they did exactly what we wanted them to. They they drew the attention of of everyone. Yeah,
0: they could see us. Like the idiots we were. No one else had a blow-up animal. No one
1: else had (laughs) an inflatable animal.
0: No, No. but there were a lot of signs.
1: There were a lot of signs. Um, So many inspirational people. And what I've learned about being going on project tram Around with Laura is that she loves to cheerlead and uh, enthuse people to carry on running and to what's the word? Mo- She's a great motivator of runners, aren't
0: you? <laughs> oh, I love it.
1: She loves it, and I love watching her do it because it—it it was one of the highlights of the day. We were at mile twenty-five. Right, so we're a mile from the finish, and there's not, there's bearing in mind there's lots of people at the finish line. The last six, seven hundred meters, it's you know, it's three or four deep behind the railings, but within a mile, it's a built up uh, um, area of houses, and there's not many people watching. And we got to mile 25, and Laura shouted for a thousand people she went you are warriors you are doing great go on she used some words that i cannot say on this podcast but everyone was yeah. happy to hear that those words of encouragement weren't they
0: yeah the last smile was going you're a bleep 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 warrior <laughs> keep going you're amazing you're a bleep 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 legend and then one guy went i'd rather be a bleep 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 warrior i'm like you could be a warrior and he's like i love you i'm like i love you <laughs>
1: This is really loud. This is really loud, and it was so good. And it was funny, wasn't it? He was it? on
0: the opposite side of the road. He was opposite to
1: me. on the side of the road, but he appreciated he that did encouragement. Appreciate it. And
0: other people were laughing, and, and that was and the I objective. To like gave people a bit of a boost, yeah, And we then did. we needed a way, so we found a bush. Okay. <laughs> oh, That's like, it's hard work you being said, cheerleaders.
1: It is, especially when you've had coffee and a lot of impto. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that you were going to say that, but anyway, so we had a great time. <laughs> Project
0: CCT multi footage software. Fair enough. We did go separately. We didn't go together.
1: No, but we listen. We had we had a great time. We saw we saw the guys at mile uh, thirteen. 18 and 25, oh, and then again at the finish.
0: They did so well. Oh, like, oh, it was Andy's first marathon. It yeah. was Stuart's tenth marathon. Mm. Jessie's second, and she shaved an hour and 15 minutes I mean, off long time from last year. And I believe it was Sammy's first marathon. I'm not sure about Ginny because I don't know her as well. No. but she did amazing as well. She
1: did. It yeah, was so it was good. really
0: inspiring. <sighs> We've got our marathon, and I say our because Tony might join in. My knees. In, mm, feel my knees. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I stole your thunder there. Carry okay.
0: on. No. Um, I can't, oh, yeah. So we've got I was in October, mm. and it's really inspired me. Yeah, because on Monday, I was really tired. Couldn't be asked to do anything. And I thought about the marathon runners and thought, no, I'm going to run. Oh, so, you? so I did it. I was too I tired. Did it, so thanks, guys.
1: We do have a half marathon to execute on the 21st of May in Manchester. So, I mean, if you... You're around and you want to um, meet some of the guys at Fresh, then uh, please come on down and support and cheerlead with. Oh yes! If you if you'd like to help cheerleaders encourage with inflatable animals, they are welcome.
0: We would appreciate that a lot. We would appreciate a sign as well.
1: We would appreciate a sign. Oh,
0: just you being there telling me that I'm a warrior would be enough. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Whilst we talk about running, I would like to to um, do a call out to vehicle drivers. (laughs) One thing I've noticed when I've been running is is I rolled my I broke my ankle uh, just as we're into lockdown mm. when I was running on uneven ground. Mm. So I am really conscious, conscious, get a bit scared and anxious when I'm running on uneven ground because mm. I do not want that to happen again. No, I never thought I would break my ankle running.
1: No, I mean, rightly pe- so. It's hit, it hurt.
0: Yeah, so. When the pavement is uneven, and I will run on the road if it's flatter, because mm-hmm. it's safer for, for me and my body. I am not trying to get into anybody's way, slow anybody down, or delay anybody's journey. I am not trying to do that. No. And we, I always stick over to the side as much as I can. Yes, yeah,
1: or in the middle of the carriageway would be very, very if, bad. And if
0: it's a windy road... And people are stuck behind me. Wherever I can, I will jump into a driveway or whatever to let people pass Indeed. me. I'm a very thoughtful runner,
1: responsible. Some yeah, would responsible.
0: Say. And we mm. don't—if there's cars coming, we don't run next to each other. No. we One behind the other. Mm. But someone nearly ran me over when I was running last weekend, mm. and it upset me.
1: Yeah. Well, quite right. Because
0: I am a human person. I should, people should not want to run me over. No. Or anybody for that matter. So there was loads of tree roots on the pavement. Which made it impossible to run on. So I was on, on the left, coming up to a junction, residential area, very quiet. Knew the car was coming, come always check in, see what's going on behind me, mm. and they pulled up at the junction. Didn't I? Didn't have the left indicator on. That's the only one I could see. So I assumed that they were going right. Mm. But no, he went left, it cut across, didn't turn left properly, would definitely have failed his driving test. Mm, Um, I think it was a great Nissan Juke. Right, okay, we don't need to. Be careful of these vehicles. And then I stopped, because he very nearly ran over my foot, and then he started to put his window down, so he's effing and jeffing at me, saying, I shouldn't be in the road, I shouldn't have my headphones on, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Excuse me, you didn't have your indicator on, blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, and he just kept swearing and shouting at me. Rude. So, in the end, yeah,
1: you, you I yeah, swore back at him, yeah. put him in his place. You're good. I, just to back that up, I run in the road a lot. Because, for that same reason, and I also prefer the camber of the tarmac road rather than the pavement. Second of all, I'm always in bright clothes. Third of all... Like, Me too. What I, I, I could be a cyclist, couldn't I? Would you run over it or attempt to run over a cyclist? You probably wouldn't. So...
0: Yeah, or horse rider. People give a lot more, and they get frustrated still, but they give a lot more space and respect to cyclists yeah. and riders. I think they're more scared of horse riders because the horse might get hit the car, but if they tell you, if they get too close to me, I might do the same
1: thing. I punched I punched a Ford Fiesta a few weeks ago that was too close to me.
0: Yeah, I, I punched. did punch <laughs> this car.
1: So if you're driving on the roads of Lancashire in the next few weeks, please... Show consideration to runners and cyclists alike.
0: Yeah, be considerate. They are people, as are you. If you were walking in the road, because some of the places that I run, there aren't any pavements. What are you going to do then? So we have to walk, run in the road. And be mindful. Some of these people, like me and Tony, training for half and full marathons. Mm. Mm. You can't run on an uneven road because it'll really hurt your knees and your back, etc. So just please be nice. Just be kind. And don't be a duck.
1: Don't be a duck. Um, right. I've also got to congratulate you on running a half marathon last week as well also, <gasps> please.
0: Thank you very much. Yes. I cried the last half.
1: You did. And that's day. all right though, isn't it? That's okay. The, there's a lot of emotion that goes into running a long distance, whether it's a marathon or a half marathon. And even if you're know if you doing couch to 5k or a 10k, you know, for, if everything is relative. And for you, 21k is a long way. It is a long way regardless of who you are. Maybe yeah. not more far, but... You know, yeah, no,
0: way. he's probably a bit more used to it, but yeah, is. it is. What well, that's really surprised me about, uh, and, and I suppose the topic, the go, um, the topic for today is about goals, purpose, being inspired. So the marathon is is really relevant.
1: Yeah, it is. Um,
0: what was I going to say? And, and I didn't realise when I started running how emotional it actually is. Every time you run that further, and, it's the, and every time it's the furthest you've ever run, I feel really emotional.
1: Do you? And, and I
0: think crying for the last half kilometre <laughs> when I was running the 21K was because of sheer pain and tiredness and exhaustion. Yeah, but you but also because I knew I was going to do it, and I've only ever run that far once before, and that was in the Wilmslow Half Marathon 10 years ago.
1: God knows what you're going to be like in York. <laughs>
0: I, um, I think about when I'm struggling on a run and I, I visualise myself crossing the finish line mm-hmm. in the marathon and it makes me emotional just oh. thinking about it. Well,
1: maybe don't think about but it.
0: But it, No, in, not in a bad it, it way. Motivates like, it motivates It motivates me, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. And that's really And it's feelings of
0: pride. Because pride is an, emo- it's an emotional feeling, pride. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it's good.
1: So, well done to everyone who did the Manchester marathon. Um, Smashed it. There is a lot of... Um, there's a lot of training at the moment for the half marathon. We will report back on that soon. But uh, something that you um, surprised me with on our commute to Manchester was um, an application that you put in for a TV show, which I was surprised about. Um, would you like to tell me again and all the people listening what you've done, please? Because <laughs> I laughed.
0: I think at... I'm having a midlife crisis. I agree with you. So I'm nearly 40. And obviously decided to do a marathon. Mm. And somehow I've been watching SAS Who Dares Wins. I've watched a few seasons back to back, and I'm like, "Wow, this is hard." I got this. And then I was thinking, "Do you know what? I think I could do, or I'd like to see if I could do it." So for some stupid reason, mm. unbeknownst to me, because it took a long time to fill in the application form, I stuck with it, and even though I, I don't, I cannot tell you why because okay. it looks awful but because. I did it. Something was driving me to do it and one of the questions was why Why now? And I'm like maybe it is because I'm nearly 14 I'm trying to prove something to myself but I have applied to SES who did?
1: <laughs> I think I've got a mixture of I've got a mixture of feedback on that, really. I think you'd be really good and resilient, but I, think, I just think sh- you would shout at people, and I think, yeah. wouldn't you?
0: I put that in the application, like, how would you think you would be? And I'm like, I think of, or how, one of the questions is something like, "What? how would you feel about being told what to do?
1: Oh, my God, you would not like that. But I, know that.
0: I was honest, I think in some elements of my life, I'm happy to take a back seat because I'm in control a lot at Fresh and make all of the, a lot of the decisions... And sometimes I like it when someone else is in charge and I just get to follow. So yeah, I put okay. that, but then also, if I've got someone shouting and swearing in my face telling me I'm, I'm shit,
1: I'm... I, you, you're going yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if i would
0: be able to hold my tongue, but maybe that means I get on because it'll be good TV. Yeah,
1: how would you feel <laughs> good about getting a bag put over your head and all that sort of stuff, you know? I
0: know, I know. I Have don't know the torture bit near the end where they put, like, baby crying sounds. I don't, I don't know how we would deal with that. Jeez. The physical stuff, like, I like all the running, way. I wouldn't be very fast, but I would keep going and yeah. I would finish the tasks. And I'd probably, have a go at, I'd probably have a go at everything, even though I'd be really nervous about the high-up stuff and the abseiling and the stuff like that.
1: I couldn't do anyway. Let's not get bogged down in that. But we will keep everyone updated. updated. I but mean, well. we're talking.
0: We've talked a lot about what we're doing and stuff like that, but the, these are our goals. And one thing that the marathon has really helped me to do is it's nice to, that I've had, because a lot of my goals are linked to Fresh as a business. That's our recruitment business that business. I own a run with my sister, Emily, who's also on the podcast with us. Uh, she's not here today. She's not. Obviously. No. She's just really she quiet. Emily,
1: be quiet, please.
0: She, she would never be this quiet for this long. Emily,
1: Emily. Send me a text when you listen to the podcast. <laughs> I love doing that. There's
0: a chair here for her, yeah, but she's not sat on it. I
1: imagine how noisy it would be if oh, the three of us were here. Yeah,
0: it's, that's why we split it up, for your listening pleasure.
1: <laughs> it is for your listening pleasure, absolutely. <laughs> it is for your delights, because...
0: But, woo, oh. Yeah, we tried it when Emily came back off my leave, and it, it wasn't wasn't good. It was
1: busy. It was B- busy chaotic. Sound. Yeah, chaotic. very loud, very, very noisy. Very
0: but having the marathon is totally separate to the business. Obviously, Vicky's doing it with me, um, because he put it in her appraisal that that was a goal, personal goal for her, and I was like, "Do you, do you mm-hmm. want someone to do it with you? I will do it." Wow. So it is kind of linked to fresh, but it's something that I do on my own out of the weekend, and it's really motivated me to want to do it, um. And I don't know, it's just made me feel more alive. Like I have more purpose. Like I have a lot of purpose in my life, but most of it is related to the business. So Mm. it's something, I have a purpose outside of the business. And that's given me, I don't know, like vitality, a bit more pizzazz. Great work, great words. I would never, ever have said to you that I would run on my own volition 21 kilometers just, just randomly one day. Especially after I've been drinking martinis Martini day before. Yeah. It's so oh, well um, done. And and mm. I don't know about... I don't know how... Because how, you're doing the half marathon. You've not decided yet about the well, my, full my, because of your knees. My knees. Has it given you any more pizzazz with your running? Because you're really good with your running anyway.
1: Yeah, just for clarity, I do have knees. It's just I've got <laughs> early onset arthritis in my knees, so I, I don't have the ability. I don't think to run for over two hours. And I can't do a marathon in two hours because... Um, I can't. So, what was the question? Uh, Has doing the...
0: Having booked the actual half marathon race given you more focus?
1: It's absolutely given me focus because I put a training plan together for myself and the team at Fresh, which has been followed to, to a greater or lesser degree by some of the team... And it means that I'd like... because
0: admit, I've interpreted it in my own way. You have. I'm and doing the number of runs.
1: I mean, let's not get bogged down in that just now. <laughs> so I'd like, so it, it absolutely has because I've not raced since the Great North Run in 2019 when I did a half marathon PB. And a lot of my body has changed since then, as in I can't run as fast. Got, I've, I've picked up a few injuries, etc. So it's quite a personal challenge for me. So what for what what time I will finish on? So I'm okay. absolutely laser focused. So much so that I'm on a biscuit amnesty now. So I'm not had any This is day ten of a biscuit amnesty. And if, if anyone knows anything about me, I love a biscuit. If I didn't eat biscuits, I'd be on the front of GQ magazine. It would be ripped. <laughs> but I love biscuits, so I'm not. So. <clears throat> Excuse me, so yeah, I am absolutely laser focused on doing the runs, getting in the gym and being disciplined because I want to perform well on the twenty first of May. That's what I want to do and when I get over the finish line I want to know i want I want to ask myself, have I given myself the best opportunity? to achieve the best time I possibly could for this marathon. Yeah. And have I given it the beans and the yeah. best. And yeah. So and, but, but but I'm quite used to that in a in a race environment, training plans and all that sort of stuff. So it's um I'm all right with it. I'm very I'm comfortable in that space. Okay.
0: And it's I think as well, like you said, with the biscuit amnesty and things like that and going to the gym, it's like I I never I don't have a, often as many social plans as I have had recently, but now I'm like right, I've got four weeks. I'm gonna eat like an athlete, I'm gonna train like an athlete. Mm. I'm not gonna be drinking alcohol. Ish. I'm just gonna get back on it because um, I am pretty good with my food and I don't drink a lot but just I'd, randomly I had plans um, most weekends in April um, which is nice because it's nice to have social plans and get out and see your friends but the the added benefit of the goal it obviously we're getting fitter um, it helps yeah. I'm better at work like when I run on my own I have ideas I process all my thoughts yeah Yeah, and I, I come out with most of my runs with, with a way of wanting to do something or changing something so it really helps me process everything that's going on you're getting out in nature and then you get we're healthier because we're eating better we're drinking more water we're stretching and rolling me not Whoa. as much as tony i would i think my body is fitter and stronger than it's ever been and the oldest i've ever been
1: definitely yeah. without doubt look at you could run you could put your trainers on now and run a half marathon couldn't you Yeah, not everyone can do that. And knowing that is amazing. I feel
0: positive and strong, like invincible, and all these things help you in your your life outside of your run and, and in work.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's,
0: it's just, it's your mindset, it's your physical and emotional well-being, um, and it's it motivates and inspires you to want to be better in all elements of your life. So you might not have a marathon as a goal, might you might not have a fitness goal, it might be something totally different, but it will have a knock-on effect to all other areas of your life, I can guarantee it.
1: I definitely take... Talk about taking inspiration from others. I took a lot of inspiration from being on the the, the uh, at the marathon on Sunday. I also take inspiration from the running app Strava. So when I upload my stuff to Strava, I can see what other people have done. I'm like, wow, yeah. I'd like to do that. Yeah. Not because not not that I want to copy or anything like that. It's like, wow, how can I do that? And that's all about maybe me pushing myself to another limit and again you know people talk about the 1% club don't they like can you get a little 1% incremental gain and can is you do this a l- can you do that a little you know can you do that a little bit better can you do you know can you shave 30 seconds off your time here and there and all the all the rest of it so yeah incremental gains because if you're 1% better every day I don't know what the mass is, but it's it's good it's good good position to be in as it? Oh my it?
0: god, yeah! Even if at the end of a week or the end of a month, if you look at what you will have, how you will have improved if you improved one percent every day, that will be a lot.
1: Sales calls. Can I do you know? Can I do five extra calls a week? Can I do one extra meeting a week? Can I do you know all this sort of stuff? So, um, set yourselves goals and set yourself a plan to hit those goals. Because otherwise, what's a plan without a goal? Is it? Uh, dream, is it? I don't know. But, but anyway. Wait,
0: a plan without a goal. It's just a, I don't know. It's like a journey without a destination. Yeah, yeah. What's that? It's just, I don't know. <laughs> just keep travelling around and not going anywhere.
1: One of my favourite <laughs> phrases is, attitude over aptitude will determine your altitude. Yeah. So hard Definitely. work. Something I heard from Sean Dyche on um, Jay Comfrey's podcast, the High Performance Podcast, is they, they always ask at the end of the podcast, you know, what are your three non negotiables? And Sean Dyche said, sweat for the shirt. That's all I ask. Right? That's one of my all, integrity, honesty, and sweat for the shirt. And that just means work your spuds off. Yeah. And if always done, give it your all. Always give it your best. And something I heard a few weeks ago, you're going to love these. The minimum requirement is maximum effort.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I like I that. Feeling that? Yeah.
1: The minimum requirement is maximum effort. This, I was a customer in Liverpool and we are talking about this. And he said, and he's a, he's, the, the guy I was having a meeting with was uh, an Everton fan. And he, he'd heard that he's, he'd, he'd said this in, the, in a meeting. I'm like, oh, minimum effort is maximum. Uh, minimum requirement is maximum effort. I'm like, and I tell that to the guys now every time.
0: And I love that because it's it's your maximum effort it's nothing to do with anybody else, the minimum requirement is you just trying your best giving it your all and that will be different to everybody else but as long as every time you bring it and you give your maximum effort then that is amazing and it might not be you might not think that's as good as someone else but for you, that you are at the top of your game and that is all you can do and that is the highest you can go.
1: And at the end of the day and I always, I always ask this or say this when you head its the pillow at night and you ask yourself have i given it maximum effort today you know yourself don't you yeah you can't Definitely. lie to your, can't no. lie to yourself can you this no, is, definitely
0: not. Because you know, you know it's a lie.
1: Yeah. So. Um,
0: but there's a guy on Instagram, he'd done the Manchester Marathon and he did it in three hours something, which I think is an epic time. My but mate did he,
1: it in 3.08. Oh, wow. I oh, know.
0: But he was so unhappy and he said, "I, I felt bad and this and that, at this mile and that mile and blah, blah, blah. He said, but do you know what? I didn't put the work in. And so what else can I expect? I didn't train. I didn't, I didn't have the nutrition. I didn't, ha- I didn't do everything I know I should do because I just didn't. Yeah. And, and so I cannot be surprised that I'm disappointed with the outcome. He's like, so next time I'm going to pick it up and do better. And I still thought it was an amazing time. But to him, he's obviously not done as well as he knows he can do because yeah, you cannot lie to yourself.
1: You cannot lie to yourself. When you head it's the pillow, folks... You ask that question, you know that if you've put maximum effort or not, whether you've had a good day.
0: But yeah, well, a goal and people don't like the word target. A goal is a softer word, I think, than target. But all it is is just something to aim for, something to strive towards, um, a direction, um, a a number. What does good look like? Yeah. Yeah. How do we
1: define success?
0: Yeah, and that is it. If you've wanted to think, right, I want to be fitter. So like. I would define, it's like people doing the couch to 5K, they, that is incremental increases. So you're like, right, I'm going to run one kilometre. That's your first goal. Yeah. Um, you might Your overarching goal might be to run 5K, but you're not going to go from nothing to 5K. So, and then you're like, right, I've achieved it and then his success, you've achieved a goal and, and then the next goal is 2K. And it's just this ongoing success and this achieve, uh, this feeling of achievement um, that you're hitting your goals, you're succeeding, you're progressing, you're developing without those small goals and you're just going out and doing your own thing and not tracking your performance, not looking at where you are in relation to your goals, you won't have those constant feelings of success um, and achievement and therefore you won't then continue to push yourself further and further and you won't know what you're capable of achieving because you're you're kind of limiting yourself by not giving yourself goals to smash and targets to aim for. Whether that's physical, work, sales, um, you want to learn something or read a number of books or what, whatever it is, give yourself a big goal and then break that down into small chunks and just and, and allow yourself to feel that happy feeling of success as you tick off those incremental goal, uh, oh, goals.
1: Wow, what a lovely way to end this podcast!
0: <laughs> you can do it. Remember, you're an effing warrior. You can do anything you put your mind two and oh. your only limits on yourself are the ones that you give to yourself oh wow
1: i'm inspired just sitting here listening <laughs> well done yay thanks for th- wow
0: and look well,
1: yeah i am still a bit worried about my um i at half 11 but anyway um thank you very much for listening to a fresh perspective on business podcast couple of things to promo wednesday the 10th of may is the next episode of uh Networking with a twist. The next instalment, up Rivington Pike for a walk, hopefully in the sunshine like it is today. And don't forget the freshies. That's on the 23rd of June and we've sold so many tickets and I think we're into double figures that are left now. Yeah. There was triple figures and now there's double figures. So um, head to the website. I
0: think there's only 50 left. (laughs) So you need to hurry up and get your tickets.
1: Oh my God, that sounds crazy. Right, that's 30 minutes. Okay. What do we do to wrap up? I'll just say see you later and thanks for listening. Yeah, I think that's good.
0: We could sing the song that goes with this podcast. Ain't no no mountain high (laughs) enough, ain't no river. Don't know, don't know the words. Okay, great. See you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to a fresh perspective on business podcast please make sure you subscribe to us and don't forget to follow us and leave us a five-star rating or review. You can also find us on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. God, we are everywhere. And our website address is www.fp-resourcing.co.uk and that's a wrap. Bye. Bye.